let us pray. Father, thank you for loving us so much that you sent Jesus. Thank you for our families and for the love that shares with me. Thank you for my church and the way that you help us to love each other. Thank you for every single thing that you've given us. I pray for Holy Spirit to be a part of everything we do this morning, from the music to the time we talk to one another, to the sharing of our stories with each other. May we honor you in all we do this day and every day. Thank you for the prayer that Jesus taught us as we say it together. Our Father, who is in the kingdom come, our will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us in temptation, and deliver us from evil. For thine is kingdom and the power and glory forever. Amen. Great job, Michael. Well, good morning, everybody. And welcome to Arbor Point on another beautiful day that God has made. Uh, today is Georgia Tech Day. Well, I mean today is actually... <laughs> today is Children Grow to Be You and Youth Day. So you're probably wondering what I'm doing up here. Well, I love our children, and I believe it or not, I used to be one about 100 years ago. So let's all sing this simple song that gets right to the heart of the matter. Please stand and join us.
I guess y'all noticed our new singers up here. We're in the process of contract negotiations now. It's kind of, it's kind of weird. The last time I set Noah's microphone up, it was about a foot shorter than it is now. So. But they're going to do a song for us. Please help us out. also have some cans, right? Are they over here? So what's that, what's that thing called? That, uh, joyful, noise. joyful noise offering. Yeah, that's not probably it. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. <laughs> so uh, our, our big guys are going to do the regular offering, and we've got some others that are going to help out with the joyful noise offering. So, um, so let's head on up and make some joyful noise. Make, make joyful noise. Father, thank you for this moment, and thank you for this opportunity to give. Lord, we pray that you would bless the giving and the giver and expand it in a big way. In Jesus' name, amen.
Father, we are so grateful for this day, and Lord, we are thankful for this offering, Lord, but we were so grateful for um, the children, the youth, the, those that you have put in our care here at Arbor Point Church at West Jackson, and pray, Lord, that while you bless this offering, that we might be in ministry in bigger ways, Lord, that you continue to pour into our families, and that you continue to pour into us in a way that changes lives in your name. Amen. And now, Corey Rumbaugh, today is kind of a celebration. We want to celebrate what's been going on in the last year and uh, celebrate our kids and our youth. And so Corey's going to uh, kind of fill you in a little bit about, just a little bit about this last year in children's ministry and Grow to Be You. Good morning. So I always say that um, you go in expecting to bless the children and you walk out being blessed by the children. And I think uh, this morning really speaks to that. So when I first started my role as children's director, we averaged around four to five kids on a good Sunday, and two of those were my kids. <laughs> we're now averaging 11-plus kids on Sundays. And not only are we growing in numbers, but we're growing friendships as well. These kids love to be around each other, and they look forward to seeing each other on Sunday. That foundation of fellowship has already begun, and we know how important fellowship can be in a church. So what goes on after the kids go out those red doors? Our children's ministry is divided up into two groups, pre-K through third grade, and our Club 456, which is our fourth through sixth graders. So in our young kids class, we are doing the world curriculum, and our overall goal is to begin a foundation of biblical truths and to teach them God's greatest commandment, love God and love others. We want them to learn at a young age that God loves them unconditionally and to share that love with others. In Club 456, we begin to dig a little bit deeper in those basic biblical truths and begin to learn how to study God's word and strengthen our faith. We're currently using the Connect curriculum, and that not only walks them through the Bible chronologically, but it teaches them to dig deeper in those stories and help them understand how to apply their Christian walk. They also each have a Connect Study Bible that teaches them how to study God's Word. So here's an example of um, an excerpt out of the Bible. Um, we were learning about Noah, and we had been focusing on God's covenant that started with Moses and what that means for us. It says, God's made a covenant or promise with Noah, and that means in that, sorry, with Noah and all humanity to never flood the earth again. When we see rainbows today, usually after a rainstorm, we're reminded of this promise, and so is God. God knows we're sinful, but God forgives us always. Then they were asked to use different colored highlighters to highlight in their Bible each time they read the word covenant, in Genesis chapter 9, verses 9 through 17, which was seven times, by the way. Alongside following the Connect curriculum, our Club 456 kids have been challenged to memorize 1 Corinthians 13, which is known as the love chapter. By memorizing this verse, they have learned that love is an action, not a feeling. Now, they're all in different stage of learning this verse, and Noah was the only one who agreed to have the video of him saying it. However, they all are working hard on this, and I'm very proud of them. To speak the tongue of man or angel, but I do not have love. I'm just a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecies and can fathom all knowledge and mysteries, and I have the faith to move mountains, but I do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor, and give my body to hardship just to boast, but I do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient, love is kind, it is not envy, it is not boast, it is not proud. It does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrong. It is not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It always protects, it always trusts. Always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, there will cease. Where there is tongues, it will be still. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when completeness comes, what is in part disappears. When I was a child, I thought like a child. 
I talk like a child, I reason like a child, but when I became a man, I put my childish ways behind me. Now we only see a reflection as in a mirror, then we shall see face to face. I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. These three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. So on top of our Sunday school classes, our children's ministry has also participated in several mission projects. They've collected food for ISER's backpack ministry, laundry detergent, school supplies, and Operation Christmas Child. We're now raising funds to help put together turkey dinners to raffle off for, the, uh, for free for the ISER recipients. Our goal is 10, uh, 10 dinners, and more information about how you can help should be in your bulletin. Not only have our children enthusiastically participated in the collection process, but they've also helped distribute these items. They're learning at a young age what it means to have a servant's heart, and they're teaching us in the process as well. I want to thank all of those that currently serve children's ministry on Sunday mornings. For those of you that serve, will you please stand? None. <laughs> so these guys lead our young children in their lessons. They foster friendships and they let our children know that they're an important member of our congregation. On Sunday mornings, our lead teachers show a video, they follow the curriculum script to lead discussion questions, and they follow up with an activity. Our support teachers help keep the children engaged in the lessons and are also an extra set of hands. Our children's ministry servants are asked to serve one Sunday a month in our Sunday school classes. This allows them to still be a part of Sunday service and prevent burnout. To allow that, we need 11 servants on our children's ministry rotation. We currently have seven, which means many of us are serving two to three times a month. We are in need of one lead teacher, one support teacher in our pre-K through third, class, third grade class, and two lead teachers in our Club 456. We really need some help to keep the momentum going in our children's ministry. So if you're interested in serving or want more information, please see me and I'll help you get plugged in. And I never did say you had to be a woman to do that. <laughs> if you're not capable of to commit one Sunday a month, keep in mind that I haven't even mentioned resurrection cookies, VBS, trunk or treat, VBS, Jingle Jam? Did I mention VBS? <laughs> so if you'd like to help support the children's ministry, but you're not comfortable around kids, you don't get out, this would be a great opportunity for you. We often need people to collect supplies, help decorate, or build props. It takes many hands to make these events successful. So please continue to pray for our children's ministry and be involved if you can. Like I said, I promise you will be blessed. At this time, I'd like to invite Lynn Wilson to come up and share a little bit about serving in the children's ministry. Is that good? Okay. So I think um, as Corey was talking, Okay, there we go. Okay, so that's an example. So you do not have to have it all together perfect to be involved with children. In fact, I will guarantee you and those who teach and work with children know that it's the days that things, you don't have that plan all together, you don't have that game all together, and then the children and you are blessed by what God is doing that day. So, um, you know... Corey asked me why to, to speak a little bit about why I got involved with the children's ministry. 
Some of you may know this story and some of you may not, but I really got involved. It's been almost over 10 years ago, and our church went on a mission trip to um, Belize. And we were going to be teaching BBS there, and at the last minute, someone came up to me and they said, um, we need a character. I said, well, okay. No, I did not go down to Belize thinking I was going to be a VBS character. But I said, well, we can work with this. And so there began my involvement with children's ministry. I really didn't know that I had that much love of it. That was before we had a child in our family, and I'd really not done anything. And it just grew from there. Um, from that point on, I somehow became kind of the character um, <laughs> I was trying to find some pictures. I know I have been a bunny. I've dressed up as Flash. Um, I think I was a penguin one time. So I'm kind of like the de facto character. But that's how I got started. But the, I will tell you what keeps me here is just being blessed by the children um, and hearing what God is doing in their lives and um, nurturing them and praying with them, and sharing um, the love of Jesus. And so, as Corey said, it's very easy to get involved. If you ever just want to see what's going on, come join us for a Sunday, and um, we have a lot of fun. We weave the um, story of Jesus and his love into fun things for the kids. So you don't have to know the whole Bible back and forth and be able to recite a hundred of verses. You just have to love children and love God. So moving on to Grow to Be You. Grow to Be You is a part-time preschool that helps children transition from home to school. And alongside helping each child meet their own developmental potential, we also focus on encouraging each child to become the person God's created them to be. We're in our third year now. We have three teachers on staff, Miss Laurel, Miss Sandy, and Miss Emma. And we have 14 children enrolled. We're in the process of opening a three-day classroom for two-year-olds. This year has been a year of growth and progress, and it's been really exciting to see God's hand in it all. Grow to Be You is a ministry of Arbor Point Church. We are the only school that offers a flexible payment plan that allows parents to pick which days their child comes, and they only have to pay for the days that their child's in attendance. In most schools, we ha uh, have a set day that your child comes with a flat monthly rate regardless of attendance or not. Because of this, many families are not able to go on vacation. Teacher kids are forced to go during summer because they don't want to lose their spot. And families with inconsistent work days, such as firefighters and nurses, are forced to pay a full-time tuition rate, even though they only need two to three days a week. We're a huge blessing to the, on that alone. But we also provide full and partial scholarships. We've helped several families with financial struggles. We are active in the community not only to help spread the word of Grow to Be You, but of Arbor Point Church as well. We participate in the Houston Fall Festivals, and we host a parents' night out every other month that's open to the community, not just as a fundraiser, but to raise awareness to who we are and where we are. So now I'd like to invite Ms. Laurel to come up and talk about what Grow to Be You has meant to her and what she's seen in her classroom this year. Y'all hear me? Yeah. So um, when I took a teaching job at Grow to BU a few years ago, uh, there's no doubt that God was pulling me to this place. Um, I was excited about the opportunity to start a new school. Um, I was excited to find a place where I wanted my son to go to school. Um, and it was everything that I was looking for in a job, because I was looking for a job. I was not looking for a church. I was not looking to make new friends, and I certainly was not looking to be called to ministries that I had never even considered being a part of. <laughs> um, of course, God doesn't work that way. Uh, slowly but surely, through the avenue of being at Grow to Be You and the love and discipleship of many members of this congregation, um, I got to know some of you people, <laughs> and, um, 
and many of you now, I have come to consider some of my very dearest friends. So we started coming to church here, and our kids started coming, and they made friends, and they kept asking us to come back. And um, eventually, my husband and I were sponsored on a walk to Emmaus. Everything exploded from there. We got involved in Celebrate Recovery, in small groups, in the children's ministry. Um, and I even get to come up here and share the children's moment with you guys sometimes, which is definitely something I never thought I would do. <laughs> Our mission at grow to be You is to help children grow into the people that God created them to be. But that has, in fact, been exactly what God has done with me while I have been here. Our school um, is a ministry that's more than our classrooms. Our brochure says that we are bridging a gap between home and school. But I believe for me and for other families that God has used Grow to Be You as an avenue to bridge a gap between the church and families in our community. We get the opportunity to serve real families with real struggles, just like you said, with scholarships and, and with being support there for them. But we also started a prayers and praises time in our classroom this year. Uh, you would not believe all the stuff that these kids have to pray about. <laughs> but in, in truth, um, some real stuff. A sick grandfather in the hospital and prayers for him to get better. A mom facing cancer and prayers that her doctor's appointment goes well. Um, another student and a friend having a surgery and prayers that that's successful. These kids share these things with each other. They pray for each other. They pray with each other. And in turn... They and those of us who are lucky enough to get to spend our days with them, uh, we get to experience God's presence in our lives. We get to practice an active relationship with Jesus, and we get to experience his love for us through each other. God has used Grow to Be You um, to draw me closer to him in a very big way. And I believe that he is continuing to do that with this ministry for other families that our school comes in contact with, too. Um, so, but speaking of our awesome kids and the things that Grow to Be You has been doing in school, we have been working on an Armor of God lesson for the last month or so. Um, so I think we're going to share a little video with you guys about what they've been doing. Put on. Hi, friends. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> All right, so let's review and go over our pieces of the armor of God. Are you ready? So somebody tell me what is our first piece, that belt that we put on, our belt of what? Truth. Good job, our belt of truth. And our next piece is that breastplate that goes right here. What's that called, the breastplate of? Righteousness. Good job, Righteousness. What comes after that? We got some shoes, right? So what do we call those shoes? The gospel of? Of peace. Good job. The gospel of peace. And then next we have what? We have a shield, right? Our shield of what? Our shield of? Yes, our shield of faith. We have a helmet. A helmet of? Yes, a helmet of salvation. Good job. And then finally, last but not least, we have a sword, right? Our sword of the? The spirit. Good job. Our sword of the spirit, which what does that represent? Our sword of the spirit. Yes, good job. The Bible or the word of God. Good job, friends. Are y'all ready to get up and sing our armor of God song? Yeah. yeah. All right. for our children's time to sing our Armor of God song with us. I'll get down here and show you how to do it. Come on, kids, let's go. <laughs> Come on, David, get up here. Yeah, you gotta get up. We're stomping and clapping today. Oh. Got the belt of truth. Ayo, ayo. Put on the full armor of God. Ayo, ayo. 
put on my boots, gotta tell the good news. The armor of God and the shield of faith. Got my sword and my helmet, now it's time to pray. Things first, you got the belt of truth. Put on my boots, I gotta tell the good news. The armor of God and the shield of faith. Got my sword and my helmet, now it's time to pray. Put on the full armor of God, stand strong against the evil one. Plan, plan, plan. Now it's time to be strong, strong, strong. He has won. Put on the full armor of God. Stand strong against the evil one. Put on the full armor of God. The full armor of God. Put on the full armor of God. Stand strong against the evil one. Put on the full armor of God. The full armor of God. Greater BU Day School, how about that? Yeah. Greater BU is a, is a God thing around here. We didn't intend to start a day school, you know, and God showed up, and somebody asked a question, why can't we? And we said, we don't really know why, and so we prayed about it, and next thing you know, <laughs> three years later, here we are. Um, so it's, it's an amazing thing to be a part. Oh, I'm Mike Devine. I'm the pastor here at Harbor Point. Uh, uh, so it's just incredible what God is doing in this place. Uh, I'm also the, the co-leader of our 412 youth group along with... <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, so before I get started, I just want to give you a little bit about what 412 youth has been doing, but Drew, if you'll come help me. We are uh, very curious as to which schools are represented here in a loud, vocal kind of way. So, um, Oregon State. Yeah! Dang. <laughs> Thank you. Go Beavers. <laughs> uh, University of Tennessee. Philadelphia Flyers. <laughs> who, who you want? Georgia Tech. Uh, didn't make it. Here, you can get this. <laughs> Georgia Tech. Who, who are y'all playing this with this upcoming week? <laughs> are there any Georgia Bulldog fans here? Are we out? Oh. Michigan, Auburn. Auburn. <laughs> All right, so. This is just a normal Sunday for us. <laughs> yeah, 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 we're a little bit more in control this morning. Um, it is a blessing to be a part of 412 Youth. And, um, you know, this last year we've, we've really seen a lot of 
uh, really cool things happen. So I want to run through a few of those things. One thing that we did, we went to Puerto Rico, and um, there's a picture somewhere. Look, there it is. Who's this? Help me. This is Drew. This is not Ileana. Mercedes. See, we went to, um, we, we went with, um, what was it? Team Effort. And Team Effort has been going there for a while, and, and they were doing work at Mercedes' house all the time, and they did not, had no idea who Mercedes was until we got there. And then they started figuring this out, because she uh, taught us to dance around a pole. Um, <laughs> They had no idea who Mercedes was. <laughs> not that, not, not what, 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 okay, hang on, I went, I went the wrong direction. <laughs> uh, she, went, and she just, she was full of energy and spirit, and um, when we first got there, like her, is it, I think it was her husband, he was kind of come out and look at the work we're doing and go, you know, go back in, but by, by the end, he, he would talk to us, you know, and, and, and we were able to build relationships with him, and, and mostly the Mercedes was just a trip, and she was so much fun, you know, she taught Katie how to dance and twirl and, and had hats, I don't have the hats, if I did, it'd be awesome, this is Ileana, Ileana, when we went two years ago um, with, it, with our youth, youth group, she was in that community, now she's in a nursing home, and we were able to go and bust in, and I'm not kidding, bust in and, and see her, and um, so this is a pic- This is one of our best pictures of Drew, who was just delighted to see Ileana. He, she was really special to all of us. He's, yes, yeah, well, she'll do that to you. Ileana is one who, who will go, just tell everyone how much we love them back in the United States and that, that, we, that don't forget us. You know, she is just an incredible woman. Um, this is Drew's foot. <laughs> After a day of our, our work in the yard building a fence. Uh, so this is the fence we built. We, we did a lot of, of things uh, there. This is at the, at the facility back when, oh, I should have got the one with you laying up with the top knot on the, on the fence. That's a good one. It's in, it's in the office. I'll show you. Um, so some of you might know this. So that was Puerto Rico, and we'll get back to Puerto Rico at the end because Katie and Drew are going to bless us with, with uh, something they learned there. Anybody recognize this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have been flamingoed. Uh, yeah, it was a youth. Uh, it was just a random idea. I think Corey threw it out in the hallway, and next thing you know, you all got flamingoed. That was just the way that it went. We had a flock of flamingos that traveled, and, and they went to all, everybody's house, and and then it became just a thing, right? It was a neat way for us to get to know each other and, and um, make contact with folks, and it was amazing. We went to Winter Jam, which is a, a concert down in, in Atlanta. This is from the Christmas party we had. Just so many things that, that happened in 412 Youth, <laughs> some of which are un- unsaid. <laughs> yeah, that is who you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the car. I went to Hillcrest Mountain. We just, we, we just went and did Stone Mountain. There's just a lot that we did. But here's the thing. We had a lot of fun and we did a lot of things, but we grew closer in, to, to our, in our relationship with God. And, and that was just a special thing. For, for me, as a as pastor, it's often that you don't, not often that you get to be a part of the lives of the young folks in, a, in the way that I get to. And um, you know, it's beyond a blessing to, to be a part of Katie and Drew and Lane and Kellen and Jonathan Brown who, and, and just our youth group. And uh, didn't mention, I don't, I, did I not have pictures from the 30-hour famine? Oh. <laughs> That's Lane's pro putting style. And that was uh, at the top. We barely made it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, 30 hour famine. This uh, event, we raised, we, we targeted, we were trying to raise $500, which would have been enough to feed one child for a year. And we raised $830. So we were able to, to feed almost two kids for a year 
through 30-hour famine, which was us being just, you know, we took over the worship center and, and we slept here. I think there's a picture in here. Oh, yeah, that was a, this is a game that they play, uh, one of the countries in, in Africa, and it's, uh, there's no, because they don't have stuff, so there was not, part of it was to learn kind of about the countries and, and how they play and the things that they do. Um, we went to Athens and, and I, <laughs> that was good, that was good. Uh, <laughs> And, and we gave away some yellow jackets, and uh, <laughs> yeah, they don't even, yeah, you got, you, this is not even close. Uh, this is one of the first times that Jeff Grant and I serve, uh, did there, had, were, they, they now have a third uh, Saturday that they feed, um, and it, yeah, so we were able to do that and, and go over there. This is Lane in the morning, <laughs> something that you see all the time. Uh, yeah, Lane is not an early morning guy. Uh, I apparently am. <laughs> um, and and uh, Jenna and Molly, and it was just a, a, a great, those are quail. The, the quail that we used for that sermon, where we did that during the 30-hour uh, famine as well. So, and this is, you know, at, at ISERV. So 30-hour famine was, was a great opportunity for us to, to get to know each other and to draw closer to God. It's what we want to be about. Corey mentioned that we're not just, you know, hey, you know, we're going to, have a group with your kids. We want them to grow in their faith and grow up in a way that, that as they get older, they won't depart from their faith. And so that's what we want to be about here. And that's from these guys all the way to y'all, you know. So that's what, we, what we're about. And um, so in the coming year, we, it's, it, you know, we, our youth group is transitioning. And so we're looking. So pray for us as we begin to do that because um, we've, you know, so, some of our Guys are getting, get, have, have moved on to college, and, and so we want to, to continue to grow and be involved in their lives, but also to, to um, fill in kind of with Kellen and Lane and those behind. So, um, Oh, there's one picture that um, I'm going to close with. <laughs> so this was, uh, what was that? Was that whipped cream? Whipped cream. Whipped cream with bubblegum inside of it, and your job was to get into the whipped cream without using your hands and get the bubblegum. And you had to chew it up and blow a bubble. So, so that's them trying. That's the, you know Noah trying to trying to blow a bubble and Kellen going, man, I'm glad I didn't participate. <laughs> <laughs> and here's Patty. <laughs> I think that was courtesy of Drew Ray. <laughs> but so we have fun, but it's all about Jesus and all about growing in our faith, and and that's what we want to be about. This was our verse from uh, the 30-hour famine, which is the Micah 6-8 verse, which is these, uh, what does the Lord require of you but to act justly, love mercy, and, and walk humbly with your God. And so that's what we try to do, and we try to do that in this place in every way. Um, so with, with that, I, th- I think we're going to close with a, with a song by, I think Mike and, Mike and Eric are going to, oh, wait, is there something? Oh! Oh, my gosh. This is awesome. Drew, all right, so if you haven't seen the church clap, get ready. Because Drew and Katie are going to come up, and they're going to lead us. And and pay attention to the words to this. I I thought it was a cool thing when we were uh, just learning this in Puerto Rico, but the words to this song are, are really, really cool. So I'm ready.
church mother in a church hat clap Man, that sugar gave her color purple coming back clap uh, When that whole week beat you up and stress you But you hear that organ playing and remind you of your blessings And on another note, she just hit another note Chills down my spine, got me crying, make me overload This is how he tells the story. I was going to tell it, but I think he tells it better than I ever could. He says, we wrote this song with our daughters in mind. The band has 15 kids among all of us. Satan targets our girls from a materialistic way, telling them how to act and how to look, and what to eat and what not to eat. As guys, we can't always fully understand girls. But he goes on to say, I try to tell my kids all the time that they are perfect and I know my daughters need to get their confidence in themselves from me. That way, the way they want to be treated by men needs to come from me. All of us have felt unloved at some point. At times I feel worthless. Who can love me if I don't even like myself? It's hard to drag ourselves out of this way of thinking. In this world, we're taught to live according to these expectations. We think we need worldly approval and accomplishment to validate our lives. But what does God tell us? God says you're beautiful. You are made for much more than all of this. And he loves us even in our failings. So don't ever forget that you're a child of God. You're beautiful and God loves you. So please stand and join us.
do something a little different for as you, this is a little different Sunday so if, if if you're able to do so if the all the families would come up here to the front I'd like to pray over you before we go family and kids just come on up all right and as they are here I'd like for y'all to kind of some of y'all to fill in I know not everybody can get up here but if you all would come and uh, kind of surround them or, or put your arms out at least. So you guys can come in here. I don't, I don't need to not have anybody in front of me. I'm, you're, you're, the, you're the focus. <laughs> <laughs> all right. If you all will bow, let's, let's lift up these families. Dear Lord, we're so grateful, Lord, that, 
that you pour into us in such a way that we get to pour into others. And Lord, with families, Lord, we pray for, uh, first we pray that you would put a hedge of protection about them. We know that the enemy is, seeks to divide families and to pull families apart, Lord. So we pray against that, and we ask for you to, to, to pour just a, a, a hedge, a powerful hedge, a hedge, put a wall around these families, Lord, of protection to keep the enemy out so that he does not, is not successful in his attempts to divide. And, and for each family, you know exactly what's going on in each life. You know what's going on in the parents' lives. You know what's going, going on in the grandparents. You know what's going on in the children and the youth and, and in each of our lives. Lord, so I pray, Lord, that you would meet us where we are. Lord, that you would meet us in that place and that your Holy Spirit would pour into us in such a powerful way that, it, that the change would come, that you would draw us nearer to you, that our reliance would not be on us but on you, and that freedom would come from that, that we would be able to see in a way that we can't see right now, that we'd be able to see the path that you have before us. And, and Lord, as parents, Lord, that you, we would be able to see the path that you would have for our children and the role that we need to play in order to bring that about. Bless each of these families in a, in a special way, Lord from material to resources to, to love to faith to joy, all of the things, Lord, that are going to bring them closer to you. Lord, I pray these things for each family. Pour blessing, Lord, upon them. And for this congregation, Lord, as we wrap ourselves around the families that call, us home, call this place home, Lord, and wrap around families in our community that don't have a home, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would give us wisdom. You would give us discernment and that you would help us to have the courage to walk faithfully alongside those who, who are with us, those that, we, that you're bringing to us, those that, that we don't know yet, Lord, but we know that you have a role for us to play with each family. Bless them, Lord. Protect them. Lead them. We love you, Lord. Pray all these things in the name of Jesus, your son. Amen. 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 And there's lots of food left.